Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your host, which is me, your reigning Mrs. Ohio America, Kristen Houchin, and my very own Chris Jenner, former Mrs. Oklahoma, Rebecca Wheeler. Hello, hello. All right, Queen Bees, we are going to dive in this week talking about Mrs. America Nationals and what can you expect? Because I know for me, I certainly had never gone to Mrs. America. I had watched it on a live stream, which is very different than spending the entire week in Vegas at the Westgate. And I think you would agree. (laughs) Yes. So the year I competed at Mrs. America was 2015. It was the first year that it was held at the Westgate in Las Vegas. Prior to that, it had been held in Arizona, in Hawaii, several other locations. And that was the first year it was in the Westgate. And our pageant week looked a lot different than it looks today in 2021, I guess, when you competed. But... Many of the things are consistent, but there are many events you guys got to do that my class did not get to do. So I think it'll be fun to get to talk through that. And anyone who's competing for their state pageant, this will be really helpful for you knowing what to expect when you get to nationals. Yes. Well, let's start off with travel. So you have to get there. Mm -hmm. Most people go by plane. I guess if you're close enough, you could definitely drive. I absolutely would have driven given the option. Um, if it wasn't like a 17 hour drive <laughs> yes, to get there and only because you have so much luggage. Yes. I personally agree with so much. If it would have been practical in any way to drive, it is such a better option because you can take everything. You can take your big steamer, your clothing rack, all your suitcases and not worry at all about having to ship things ahead of time or your bags being over and having to pay those overage fees for all of the crazy amount of wardrobe you have to pack. Yes, because you have rehearsals every day. You have an outfit for that. Mm -hmm. You have a gown for almost every night of the week because there's some sort of formal dinner happening. Mm -hmm. And then you have all your competition stuff, which is costume. You have your competition gown. You have your interview suit. And that's just clothes. I know. That does not even factor in any of your toiletries, your athletic wear you may bring for workouts in the hotel. It's it's a lot. I think I ended up with three full-size bags. I carried on my gown and interview dress and used a giant tote as my quote-unquote purse that I filled with all the other things. And I I didn't, that doesn't even count all the things I shipped. I shipped ahead of time, my contestant gifts. I shipped so much ahead. Yeah. I did the thing where I just like rolled everything super, super tight. And I had two huge suitcases, a carry on and a personal item. But it, I mean, my bags were so over that I ended (laughs) up paying all those overage fees and they were so unbelievably heavy. Yes. Yeah. So, So, and you're by yourself typically when you get there, you don't have your husband or people that can help you when you arrive, carry all those bags in. (laughs) That's the part I never thought about. 
Oh yeah. And well, this year at the Westgate too, there's everyone all over the country is having staffing issues, including the Westgate. So they just didn't have that many people that could help. I mean, they were, the ones that were, were literally running. I mean, they were working their tails off and were being so sweet. But if you wanted it done, like I know we took up a bunch of stuff ourselves Mm -hmm. just because, I mean, at that point you're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Ask this person to run again for something. (laughs) Right. I will say there is a huge benefit to your state prize package, having your travel to nationals covered. It is very, it, it really made a difference in my budget for nationals that my flight was paid for there. So I am so thankful that the price package for Oklahoma did include my travel. I have competed in a national pageant that that wasn't included. And it, it is a huge plus to have that included. Oh yeah. Because they, at least our state did pay for some of my bags. Oh, that's great. Because I mean, that's a huge expense in and of itself. And flights this year were absolutely outrageously priced. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I mean, I'm sure they will be next year. And so the next Mrs. Ohio, she's going to have her flight taken care of. And that is a huge chunk of change that she does not have to worry about. Yes. So be aware if you are about to be competing, look at what's included in your prize package if you win. And if that's not listed there, maybe check with the director right away when you get crowned so that you can budget correctly. Yeah. So budget's a huge thing. I did not have a budget going in. (laughs) I was just winging it. It was a free for all. I was just happy to be there. And it was, you and I had a really good conversation because you were like, you need, and actually my director did as well. She said, you need to set a budget because if you don't, it's going to get crazy because you're mm-hmm. just going to not think about it. You're, and before you know it, you're going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars that you probably didn't need to spend. Right. You can have a phenomenal experience and wardrobe at nationals and not spend $20,000. You can definitely do it. it. It it takes planning and it takes that self-control because I think we all are guilty of seeing the most amazing outfit online, buying it when we really did not need it in our wardrobe, our wardrobe was complete. So having that budget keep keeps you sort of in line with, okay, this is the max I'm going to spend on a gown. This is the max or makeup, whatever it is. Anything outside of that, I'm not even going to look at it. Yeah. And we'll have to do a separate episode on where to find some deals and steals. Cause I know I found some pretty good pieces that I really, really liked for really great prices. Yes. I probably am the queen of finding great sales and great dupes for maybe like a Balenciaga amazing shoe. That's maybe $25 on some of the places that we found to shop. And for something like that, that you may wear one time, you don't want to spend so much money. Oh, for sure. And something else that I want to talk about not spending too much money on is hair and makeup. Yes. So I actually did um, pay for my own hair and makeup during my nationals week. There are some states that that's included is your hair and makeup is sponsored for the pageant. For Oklahoma, it was not. But that was something that for me, it was 100% worth it to pay my hair and makeup artist to do my hair and makeup throughout the week. It's not something that I couldn't have done. It was just so nice to be able to go into her room, sit down, have her fix my hair, do my face, and walk out and kind of use that time to decompress from everything that had been going on the days beforehand. 
Yes. So I've done it both. And I know you have as well, mm-hmm. where one year I had at Mrs. Ohio, I had the professional hair and makeup. And then another year, I actually did a professional makeup lesson for pageant specific hair and makeup. And I ended up doing it myself this year at Mrs. Ohio. And, and you won. Well, I, I did. <laughs> I'm just saying like a lot of people think like you have to have your hair and makeup professionally done to win the crown, but that is not true. You can do your own if you've got the right training. Yeah. And that ended up being so worth it to me in general, just because if I do an event or something, mm-hmm. I at least kind of know how to work with my face and I can, I feel like I do a good job and I still feel like I look like how I should look to represent the brand when yes. I go out in public, which is really nice. But it really came in handy this year because at nationals, um, we had a hair and makeup team that ended up not being able to come. And it happened kind of last minute and we couldn't secure another team. Everyone was booked. So I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, thank goodness I, have, I took those hair and makeup lessons because I can actually do it myself and feel super confident in it. Mm-hmm. And then once I got there, honestly, it was kind of nice to just be on my own schedule. I didn't have a super early call time for hair and makeup. Yes. And your hair and makeup looks so beautiful all week. There is no one in the world who would have thought, oh man, is she doing her own? Because it's <sighs> not looking great. It, like everyone, I'm positive assumed that you were having it done. And it was such a blessing that one of your sister queens is a hair makeup artist in the pageant world. I I think she's taking a step back now, but she has tons of experience and she was able to step in in the middle of her own competition week and still help any last minute like touch-ups or bumps that you needed. Oh yeah. And there were a couple special things like my show day. She actually came and did my makeup for the show day for me, which was so nice of her. And on Elvis night, she did a Cinderella updo for me, which I, I never would have been able to do that myself, but she really went above and beyond to just help us out, which was super nice of her. And speaking of Elvis night. Yes. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you didn't get to do Elvis night. No, my year um, at, at the Westgate, there was not an Elvis suite event during that year. The next year is the first year it started. So the what it is, if you aren't familiar with it, you get to have sort of like a little cocktail lounge time. There's snacks, there's beverages, and you get to go to the actual suite where Elvis Presley lived when he performed at the Westgate. It is pretty phenomenal. I love, love, love getting to watch each of the contestants go through the Westgate with the videos that they take and the stories they post on social media. It looks amazing. And I would love to get to go someday. It's, I think it's one of the biggest penthouses in the United States and it is so glamorous and it, that is kind of the night of glamor. Mm -hmm. So you get to go and aside from your competition night, that's kind of the night that you get to go and really have fun mm-hmm. with your look and you don't have to necessarily look a certain way. It's whatever you want it to be. Yes. I love seeing the different fashions that show up for Elvis. It's, it is that time you can sort of take a risk and try something that you would never wear on stage. Like you wore a ball gown, which was phenomenal. It was that Cinderella blue, this huge ball gown. So gorgeous. Really, really, really awesome, but probably wouldn't have been 
the best stage gown for your body, but it looked absolutely perfect in that situation. Yeah. And then our Mrs. West Virginia, she wore this gold um, jumpsuit Uh and her hair kind of like slicked back in the front and she, and she fit in perfect. Yes. You can do so many things from a high, low, a jumpsuit with an overskirt, a completely sequin beaded jumpsuit. I love getting to see the things people choose to wear, but for sure, if, if this is something you're about to go to look at pictures of the Queen's previous years and see what they wore. You don't want to be underdressed. And I was a little disappointed in some of the Mrs. World looks, quite honestly, for that night. I don't know that they were as prepared for how glam it was. Oh, I know. It, yeah, I totally agree. Everyone still obviously looked absolutely amazing, but oh, you could definitely sure. tell the ones that were like, okay, this is my night to really pull out all the stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's who your eye goes to in photos in group photos especially, and not that that is a judged event, but if I was judging Mrs. America or Mrs. World, I would be watching social media and looking at how everyone had looked throughout the week. I, I, it's who I am as a person, and when I do judge, I look at people's social leading up to the, the event. So I think it's your chance to really show the glam side of pageantry is that Elvis suite. Also, another event that you guys got to have that we did not my year was the desert photo shoot. Talk to us about that. Oh my goodness. We were gifted these gorgeous Manish dresses and we, they took us out to seven magic mountains in Las Vegas. And it's basically a desert where somebody went out and painted these rocks and we got to have a full blown photo shoot, which for most people competing in Mrs. Pageants, especially those with kids or super busy lives. It was probably the closest thing I'll ever do to shooting for like a Vogue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was just so fun. And we have a professional photographer there. And then on top of it, everyone's just there for the experience of taking photos. So everyone's taking photos of each other. It is so much fun. And then we all wore our swimsuits underneath. So then we got to have a swim photo shoot. Those photos are incredible. I love the photos from that desert of every girl. It's just so cool to have the colorful rocks in the background. Again, it was kind of a place you could maybe take a risk with your look and not have to think about how that would be translated on stage. I know you did like a super sleek ponytail, which was super cool, but that's probably not how you would have competed in swim, right? Yeah, I feel like they're starting to really add all these things that you can just show you a little bit of who you are and your personality, and you don't have to worry about it being judged. Mm-hmm. It was a very cool event. I would love to see them put the pictures from the Manish dresses into like a calendar with different groups of the girls on each month and then have that as like a souvenir so you could have that throughout <sighs> your year. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, that would be really awesome. It was almost yeah. like the closest thing I've I've seen in a Mrs. pageant where you got that experience maybe from Miss USA where you get to have that really cool photo shoot and swim and opening number. Yes. And well, in, in the middle of doing all these things, I mean, the, at the end of the week, there's a show and yes. we have to know what to do. So. Yes. So you have so, to rehearse. Yes. Rehearse. <sighs> Let's talk about rehearsals. What, what, how would you sum up Mrs. America rehearsals? 
Okay, I'm going to be honest. They weren't as bad as I expected. I really expected it to be, it's going to be no fun and it's going to be really hard and I'm not going to pick up on the choreography and I'm going to mess up. And I, I don't know. That was like, for whatever reason, my doomsday where I just was really worried about how difficult these rehearsals were going to be. Now, come to find out, they freaking fret, the choreographers. <laughs> They know that we're misses. They know that most of us aren't professional dancers. So the choreography is 100% learnable. Yes. We have plenty of time. They break us out into, they'll break you out into some smaller groups where mm -hmm. you can kind of focus just with your group on what you're supposed to do. And then they can just put it all together at the end. Mm -hmm. So rehearsals for me weren't too bad. They actually insisted that we take our heels off, which was really nice of them because I don't know if that's happened in the past, but they're like, we know you want to look great. We get it. But everyone heels off. If you have flat shoes, go ahead and put them on. Otherwise go barefoot. Wow. That's awesome. That because we, they're like, we, we save do your not. Feet. <laughs> yeah. They are like, we do not want people to have sore feet. Now I did have a cute pair of sandals because I did not want to ruin my outfit just in case the photographers came in. And those are photos that I was going to have. So I still wore cute little flats, but yes. I know some people wore tennis shoes. It just was your preference. Yes. I will say that is one thing my director had prepared me for going into nationals was bring a pair of cute flats with you that are very neutral and can go with everything because you will want to be able to switch to those, but you still want to look like you're, put together and you want to represent yourself and your state the very best you can. And I am a big advocate of showing up like you've already won the title in the way that you behave and the way that you dress. It just puts your mindset in the right place. And for me, if I would have put on like yoga pants and tennis shoes, I would not have felt that way. So I took rehearsals pretty seriously in what I wore and wanted to show my personality and my style. And that did not include ugly shoes. So I put, <laughs> I put some cute flats on during my downtimes. But one thing that was very stressed to us was no cell phones during rehearsal. You did get breaks and you could check your phone during that time. But that was something we as a class got in trouble about a lot was girls getting their phones out during times when we were not supposed to. I don't know if you guys ran into that. We, we actually were pretty good about that. So I didn't see a ton of phones out during rehearsal. But like you said, the second we got a break, everyone's getting their phones out, taking pictures, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But we, we didn't get yelled at too much. Okay. Maybe because you guys had more days that you were there, you had additional rehearsals that we weren't, we didn't have time for because we were only there a total of four days. Yeah, we were. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was fast. I mean, mm -hmm. okay, I kind of get that then because we were there, I think a total of 10 days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because now they've got the Miss for America Strong title that competes as well and Mrs. American. And so really, it's three shows that you're having to practice for rehearse for with the with the choreographers. So your rehearsals are a little more spread out and slower pace where you can really grasp it instead of just having to fit it all into one or two days. Exactly. And so we did have a little bit of downtime, which was nice because you are kind of just mentally, you start to get a little exhausted. You're away from your family. And at the same time, you're also trying to be super present because mm -hmm. 
of what is going on around you is so foreign and different to most of the women coming in and doing this that everyone just really wants to soak it all in. Yeah, you really feel like you're sort of checked out of reality while you're at nationals because everything is so pageant focused. Whenever you do see someone from real life, quote unquote, like a, your family members or friends that come to support you and watch it, it's like, oh, I'm, I forgot who, who you were for a minute. Like I forgot your, there was real life happening outside of this hotel. Yeah. And you have to decide when are they going to come mm-hmm. yes. during the week and what is appropriate. Yes. Um, I will say if someone to someone asked me like, when should my husband and my kids come or my parents come or whoever, I would say, wait until the day of prelims or the day that they have to be there for a rehearsal. The husbands have a mandatory rehearsal sometimes and wait until that day. If they come before that, they will not get to see you and you will feel bad that they're waiting around for you and you're not available to hang out because you are doing rehearsals and photo shoots and events and cocktail dinners that they aren't allowed to come to. So I would say wait until as late as possible in the week for them to show up. But for sure you want them there if it's practical for your family on prelims and finals. Yeah. And I think that's really good advice too, because you may think that you're going to have some time during a certain day, but that schedule is subject to change by the hour. Yes. And going and, back to what your advice was for episode one of someone competing for the first time that be flexible, that is your mantra during nationals. Oh, yeah. Well, and and it's a good thing, too, because it might be something like, oh, suddenly they got confirmation that we get to go do something extra. Like at the last minute, we actually got to go see Jackie Siegel's personal jeweler and try on all these diamonds and gems. And like I tried on this necklace. And I didn't even realize it, but I was like, this is beautiful. Like I look at the price tag, it was $250,000. My word. That they just let, I was just walking around the store in this necklace. Like, I don't know. What a cool (laughs) experience that had to have been. Yeah. And so now, but that came up fairly last minute. And Mm -hmm. so we all thought we were going to have this break. And then they were like, hey guys, in an hour, let's, meet up front. We're going to get on a bus. This is what we're going to go do. So it's not bad necessarily. You just have to be kind of ready for anything. Yes. And you would have felt so bad if your family was waiting for you during that time and then you had to cancel and you were like, I'm sorry, I have to do this because you're never going to choose that event over your family by any means, but you are required to go to every event during the week. Exactly. And I will say another thing to prepare for that I wasn't too worried about this. I feel like I can kind of get along with anybody, but you have a roommate and so you're not going to have a ton of privacy either. Right. There is an option with some states to choose your roommate. So for my situation, my director directed both Oklahoma and Texas, and she asked us if we wanted to room with each other. And because I already had met my Mrs. Texas, I was like, yes, that way, that's less of a risk. I loved her. She was very kind versus taking the chance of going potluck and getting someone who maybe I didn't have a lot in common with or totally different sleep schedules or whatever it is. I am a morning person to the T and I would get up during nationals week and go down to the gym and just take some time for myself to just be alone and be quiet. That helps me recharge. 
And my roommate is more of a like sleep in later person. So it worked out perfectly. I could go have my alone time, then go to hair and makeup first. And she, by the time I got out of hair and makeup, she was going in and I would have that time in the room alone, which was pretty much the only alone time we got in the room or at all during the week. Yeah, exactly. So as long as you're prepared for that and you kind of know that it's like summer camp, you know, you don't necessarily know or college, you don't know who you're going to room with, but you're all kind of there for the same reason. So it's normally not going to be that bad. No, I, I have been around this, the Mrs. America pageant system for six years now. And I've never heard of like a terrible, awful roommate story where it's, you know, like life-changingly bad every you may have like a little bit of tension because of the bathroom being you know someone showering at the time you were wanting to shower but overall it is we're all grown adults we're all married women and you should be able to get along for a few few nights and days oh for sure so that and I lucked out I had the best roommate I still talk to her miss my Mrs. Pennsylvania she was so awesome yes I don't know if your class is like this but I will tell you the girls that we competed with in 2015 are so close. We talk in a group message almost every day. And literally probably who I would consider one of my very closest friends was my Mrs. Ohio, ironically, and your director, Ashley Starling. So it is such a blessing to me that she was in my class because without that, I would have never met her. And now we truly are like real life friends. We talk almost every single day. We've taken girls trips together, and there's so many girls in my class that have similar really close friendships. Oh, yeah. I know so many that have gotten really close, and that is one of the really nice things about Mrs. America Week because it is so long that you really can form a real bond. Yes, and you get to know each other from the inside out, not just you know on social media. You really can have some deeper conversations, which is so fun. Absolutely. Well, we are going to wrap it up today with Chris Jenner's question of today. Okay. So this is a segment we're going to start. I, if you missed it, a lot of the girls that I work with call me Chris Jenner because I feel like I'm a little bit of a momager. So that's where that name comes from. And I, each week I will give you a question that will either be maybe an interview practice question or just something to think through. So this question today will be an interview question. Tell me about the best experience you've had while promoting the cause that's important to you or your platform. that's a good one. Yes. So you can, we're going to also post that question over on Instagram on pageant buzz pod. And we would love it if you want to either comment below or DM us your answers. And we'll be able to share a couple of those maybe on the next episode. Okay. I love it. All right, queen bees. Thank you so much for tuning into pageant buzz podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at, at pageant buzz pod. All right. See you guys next week. We are currently booking our next guest, so follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod and send us a DM if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast.